Well, howdy, everybody. Gabriel Patterson here, hosting the Union Makers podcast. I'm very honored to be doing so. Union Makers is a wonderful collective that is just taking flight. So wedding professionals, this is for you. If you haven't already, please check out the previous episodes. Here today, we're at Lazy S Hacienda recording this episode. I'd like to say a big thank you to Mamie, Darian, and Maggie, and everybody over here at Lazy S for having us. And as far as myself, I'm the owner of GDG Elevated Events, where you can find all kinds of music and photo booth services for your special event. Hi, everyone. I'm Tiffany. I am the owner of Southern Pour, a mobile beverage company. An amazing mobile beverage company, my favorite. I'm so excited to speak with you today and to be able to do this for Union Makers. This is really, really exciting. I think I just said exciting twice. That's how excited I am. (laughs) So we're going to get to know Tiffany today. I am a DJ. I do lighting. My company is on the other side of the spectrum from you guys, but we kind of serve a similar market. A lot of weddings, a lot of special events, corporate events, all sorts of things like that, right? Correct. So, So yeah, we've gotten to know each other a little bit from working together. But I just have so many other questions about you and about Southern Poor and about how all this came to be. Because like I say, you guys are my favorite bartending service in our market. And that's saying something because we work with a lot of different vendors, right? Yes. Um, Yeah, so we launched Southern Poor in 2019. We, meaning my husband and I, uh, we love to entertain. Uh, He loves to be behind the bar. And I thought, you know, hey, we're always entertaining. We always have family and friends over. Like, let's make this into something, but something different and unique, not just a bartending company. And I came across a rice trailer that's popular in the UK. And uh, people out there transform those into mobile bars. So I did more research and thought, hey, this is really cool. Let's bring Bring something like this to Texas. At the time, here in Dallas specifically, there was only like three other mobile services like that that had some kind of unique rental. So we just kind of kicked it off like, hey, that's going to be our biggest feature is this trailer. I'm not only a bartending company, but we're also bringing something different. And so that was in 2019. And we knew, okay, our clientele is going to be weddings. Everyone gets married. And uh, then COVID hit. <laughs> yes, perfect timing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, everything came to a halt and we really had to pivot our business at the time. But it also gave us some time to brainstorm and think, you know, of unique ways to trend and not be known for just a bartending service. You and Sal are an amazing team. Sal is your husband, right? Correct. Like you said, he likes to be behind the bar more. Is that kind of the role, the way this is kind of shaken out? Or (laughs) did you already know that going in? How did that work out? Yes, I kind of knew that going in. I am more of the creative side of everything. Sal's more like he definitely loves being behind the bar, mixing cocktails and getting people's opinion on different flavors and just working with different garnishes or fruits or mezcals and spirits. Um, I enjoy tasting them. <laughs> I can tell them what needs to be tweaked. Um, Sal's very good at the flavors, but the presentation piece, um, that still allows me to be creative on that side. Okay, so your website and your online presence in general, I feel, is amazing. I'm curious, who built your website? SouthernPoorTX.com, right? That is correct, yes. 
It is beautiful. The colors, the design of it, everything about it, your logos. When we first started, our logo was just plain black and white. It just said Southern Poor. You didn't really know what it was. At the time, that's what we could afford and come up with. But then we also knew as we started growing, okay, we want to really brand and market our services. So I hired someone to help us create our branding and our logo. And so in the current logo now, you'll see in Poor, it's a wine glass. Mm -hmm. And we also have a coffee service. So in Southern Poor, you'll also see a coffee mug that I think represents our brand very well. So um, did that same person build your site or did you do it yourself? How did we come up with what you have? Um, I actually built our website during lockdown. It gave me the opportunity to really focus on that. Did a lot of YouTubing, a lot of uh, research on how to create a website, what's going to be user friendly for everyone, um, but also myself too, because I had no idea what I was doing. But um, within those two weeks, I was able to create it and I also maintain it. You do a great job. <laughs> Is there any kind of shout out you'd like to give for whoever it was that helped you get your branding all together, your logo, your color scheme, all that good stuff? Yes, absolutely. So first, I want to shout out to the original uh, logo person, DJ Enzo. He's like, hey, yeah, I can hook you up with a quick logo, which is exactly what I asked for. But then also, again, when we started to rebrand the business, I really wanted to work with an expert. And after doing a couple of events, we had enough to hire a Stephania design. She's Latina like myself, and you can find her on Instagram at Estefania Designs. She helped me and understood exactly what I was looking for. And as far as the colors, we wanted something that was going to represent a luxury service, but also just who we are, kind of more of an upscale bartending. Yeah, I think she knocked it out of the park. So Estefania. Correct. How do we spell that? Sure. It is E-S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-A. Designs. Designs with an S at the end. Designs, plural. Okay, so at Estefania Designs on Instagram. Correct. Beautiful. I'm going to go follow her myself. Now, speaking of your online presence, how do you manage to stay so active on social media and keep finding like new angles of stuff to share about Southern Poor and your journey in our business? Because you're someone that I definitely look at as like you inspire me, literally inspired me when I first met you. And just throughout the time I've known you, I always see you coming up with fresh new looks at different things and just ways to kind of keep it interesting and, you know, keep that content coming. Thank you. I don't have probably the right answer for that because being a business owner and running my own social media page, I'll be really honest and say that I hate the social media part of it really because it takes so much time it and it's time that I don't have however I'm not ready to spend the money on someone running that for me so <laughs> I have to dedicate that time so that's kind of the ugly side at least on my end that I don't enjoy the most however to answer your question just spending a lot of time on social media what what is trending what are people looking for what's going to catch that dream clientele their attention span you know what are they looking looking for um, before I'll take polls asking our followers, what do you want to see? Do you want to see recipes? Do you want to see more behind the scenes to kind of get that engagement and then kind of lean on that for upcoming content? You mentioned coffee in addition to all the alcoholic beverages and I guess non-alcoholic beverages you have. How did you start serving that? Was that there from the beginning? Because I don't remember until recently noticing you guys serving that. And what are the different types of coffee that you guys do offer? Sure. So the coffee services, we decided to expand during our slower months. Again, it was 
you know, how can we pivot our business? What more can we offer our clientele? So our barista espresso cart, we can roll indoors or outdoors, which is always fun. So we offer a full uh, espresso menu and you can do flavored espressos, iced coffee or hot coffee, either before your event or after. I can vouch for that. (laughs) I've definitely tried your coffees. They are delicious. Now you have various options in terms of how you can do a setup for a bar or for coffee. I know one of my favorites is the vintage horse trailer, which was the first thing I actually noticed about your company. Do you have a name for that? Yes, her name is Bonita. When we purchased her in 2018, the previous owners, they were looking to expand their trailer and needed something bigger. So the current horse that they were hauling around, his name was Benito. So we said, okay, our trailer is going to be named Bonita. Okay, so... You guys, if I'm not mistaken, you don't actually provide alcohol when people want alcoholic beverages at their events, right? How does that work? Yes. So we do not supply the alcohol for our clients. However, we do work with our clients as far as how much alcohol to purchase for their event based on their guest count and what we're pouring for that event. Some other companies will offer cash bars and consumption bars. So our bar is considered a hosted bar since everything's paid up front by the client. Interesting. And you do have on your website, I noticed, an alcohol calculator. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that is a new feature that we added for our clients to know not only how much they're spending on a luxury service like our service, but in addition, what that alcohol price point is going to be based on their guest count. Again, it'll ask you questions like how many hours of service, your guest count, are your guests heavy drinkers, average drinkers, how much percentage of uh, drinkers do you have that would drink beer versus wine versus cocktails. So once you answer those questions, it'll kind of give you an estimate on how much alcohol to purchase. And it'll also break down an estimated cost for you, which is really nice. That is brilliant. When I saw that, I mean, even as a non-drinker, I'm like, this is very wise. It's probably something I'm guessing grew out of you having to do these calculations for people all the time anyway. And you're (laughs) like, why don't I just front end this and let them do the math? Exactly. Yeah. So I always try to gear them towards that too, because sometimes during my consultation calls, clients will ask, well, about how much am I going to spend on alcohol? So I definitely drive them to our website and let them know that resource is there and it's free. So it's always nice to know kind of ahead of time what that amount's going to look like. Um, And then that also helps us to let them know, you know, if you want your guests to have signature cocktails, then that's more of a budget-friendly option. And it also helps us with the flow of the bar, keeping the bar consistent versus if you're having a full menu, it could get complicated or it could look kind of full at the bar. Mm -hmm. So your drinks often look like little works of art. Are you someone with a background in visual arts? And either way, how did you become so adept at creating these little masterpieces that people can drink? That's a great question. And thank you. We do try to incorporate not only the flavors, but also the presentation of the cocktails. Those are very important to us. So um, we do want our drinks to look like a work of art and Insta worthy, not only to share on social media, but also with the flavors that we're using in the cocktail. So do you come from a background? Are you a painter? Are you a sculptor? Something with color? I mean, the colors... They really are Insta-worthy. I've used them for content on my own page. (laughs) Not necessarily. I wish I could say I'm, you know, I have an art background, but I really do enjoy art myself, so. Well, I would say you're an artist for sure at this point. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So your team seems to really get it, and they represent you guys so well. I have never met a Southern Poor staffer who was not really nice and helpful or good at what they do. 
my question for you is how have you gone about finding such great staff members and what would be your advice to others looking to scale up and maybe find and keep some great employees around? Sure. Well, first I want to say shout out to the Southern Poor team because they are amazing. I love my team. For me, when I'm hiring our team members, the number one thing for me is customer service and all of my career customer service has always been number one. So that's very important, but also uh, making sure that our employees are taken care of, that they are being recognized for their hard work um, and appreciated. I think that's kind of key to, you know, closer to the holidays when we have a small little break, we try to squeeze in some team building activities, but um, our team is great. Nice. I just literally in the last two years got to the point where my team is big enough to have gatherings for the holidays (laughs) and things like that. So it feels really good to be able to do something like you said, outside of just working together. Right. Definitely. Okay, so I know you do a lot of events. What is something you'd say is your favorite type of event to do and why? That's a good question. Um, I don't really have a favorite, to be honest, because I like... You know, not a lot of people get to see the back end or the behind the scenes of an event, but it's great for me to see different vendors come in and just show off their talent, whether it's building a flower wall or setting up a DJ booth and lighting or the cake or the flowers. I'm just seeing everything come together for this special moment for a client. I'm with you. I have been asked the same question many times. I DJ all sorts of events. We do other events where they don't even necessarily need music, but photo booth, flower walls, we do lighting, of course. So, you know, my answer is really any type of event could be a favorite of mine. It's really a matter of, is it a unique event? I like a unique event. Right. Good unique, not the bad (laughs) unique where somebody gets in a fight and there's chairs flying. The good kind, right? Where different elements you haven't seen before or combinations, music choices, you know, they may have asked for ahead of time that I know are going to be different. Yeah, and I can chime in on that too a little bit. Um, It's not saying that it's my favorite, but I do enjoy when there's a themed event. For example, our very first themed wedding was Harry Potter. And so they wanted to incorporate some of their cocktails into a Harry Potter theme. So it was really great to get creative with something like that. And at the time, I didn't watch all of the Harry Potter, but Sal and I, my husband, we sat down one Sunday and watched all of the Harry Potter. So that way we can figure out, okay, Okay, what cocktails are drinks that we can make to incorporate that Harry Potter? How was that going through a Harry Potter marathon <laughs> in one day? That's a lot. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. But it was really cool, you know, because our client even asked us what house we were in. And I honestly don't remember which one I was. But just having those little details was important for her and the groom. And we actually got to play with dry ice, which was really cool, too. And of course, the guests really enjoyed that also. I bet. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. I have all the Harry Potter movies. I am a nerd. I do still collect hard copies of movies. So <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Okay, so I'm always curious to know what other vendors might see as trends in our industry, good or bad, that jump out at you. Because I've got some that jump out at me, but I'm curious to hear yours. I would say I think the biggest thing for the end of last year and probably beginning of this year is the Champagne Tower. Those are a challenge to work with. One, they're messy, but also people don't understand like how heavy glassware can get. They're great for photos, but it's a challenge for us to be able to move everything. It's making sure it doesn't spill and we have to have something underneath, or if it does spill, we have to quickly clean it up. Actually, an event that we did here at Lazy S, we set up the champagne tower, and before the bride and groom even came for photos, there was a guest that accidentally hit the table that the champagne tower was on, and it fell over. 
and thankfully the glassware did not break and it was again before the reception started but we you know quickly went back and washed everything up and put it back but I think that and then before that a few years before that is a champagne wall um, those are really nice but when you have outdoor events or even indoor you know we have to prep everything ahead of time and sometimes just depending on if there's any delays sometimes that champagne can get a little warm and then also not all guests will drink champagne so you have a wall literally just mm. full of champagne that can either stay there or it just kind of goes to waste yes i have seen those where they're just still sitting there at the end of the event <laughs> what about trends do you have any that you like a lot that you're seeing lately coming across the bartending industry I think like there's a smoke bubble. It's like a gun. It's a smoke bubble that's flavored that you can sit on top of a cocktail Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of pops. Either the guests can pop it or you can, but it's just a cool little feature to have. Okay. What would you say is the best investment you've made toward helping your company grow and align with the great clients that you guys have? I think in general, investing in yourself is always key. You can, um, there's no limit to investing in yourself, you know, education wise, or even in for us, like rentals, you know, things that are trendy. Um, our biggest thing is mobile. So I'm constantly trying to figure out and pivot, you know, okay, what else would people enjoy? What else can we offer? Again, we're not only a bartending service, but you know, also coffee and we can make it mobile. Um, in addition, we also have our popletta cart, which is a push cart or a bullet the cart that we can serve frozen ice cream and so it can go geared towards somebody that wants to have a fun treat to offer their guests so i always just thinking what more can we invest in and every year i'm constantly looking for education classes or a networking event that'll allow me to grow on a personal level and business level i can tell because you guys are always coming out with something new i didn't know you had before and it's always awesome so you're putting in the work and it really does show Do you have aspirations of building this company out to something a lot larger? Or are you trying to keep it a little more like a boutique operation that you could continue to oversee like all the aspects of? That's a great question. I've had a couple of people ask if we have a franchise or would consider a franchise, but I'm fine being a boutique um, business. I'm still learning as I go and that's part of growing and I enjoy it. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I know I can reach out to others that can assist me or, you know, just doing research or trial and error. So I'm fine being a small bartending company. I don't plan to expand. Do you find there are certain advantages or disadvantages to being Latina business owner in our industry? And are there any like pro tips you might give another lady that is from your similar background or any lady starting their own company? I think that there is an advantage because there's not a lot of Latina bartenders out there. And those that are, you guys keep doing your thing. Um, You'll get recognition. It's hard work, but we want to let people know that we're out here too. And it can be done. Um, If you have the passion and dedication, it can be done. Okay, Tiffany, I have one last question for you. What's next for Southern Poor? Is there anything new on the horizon that you'd like to tease? Yes, actually, we are releasing a new rental slash service soon uh, here in a couple of weeks. And so I'm excited to release that and show you guys what we have to offer. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Union Makers podcast. This is my first time hosting, and I am so glad that you got to be the first one that I'm interviewing. I did learn a lot. Any last words you'd like to share with the audience today? 
Um, I'd like to thank Gabriel. Thank you so much for putting this together. I know you guys probably don't know this, but Gabriel put a lot of thought into this. And thank you, Union Makers, for creating something outside the box that I feel very welcome and proud to be a part of. Thank you, everyone, for the support. And we hope to serve you guys soon. This was really fun. Shout out Union Makers, everybody involved. We'll see you at the next event. Maybe we'll do a podcast with you next.